How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Inside your head, they'll tell you what to do in life instead. I'll let them guide your life towards regret. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the show, Biker News Time, baby. We have a story coming up about a drive-by shooting at a motorcycle club. Sad state of affairs, how everything's going on in this scene right now. Uh, Man, oh, man. Yeah, we got that coming up as our main story. Also, we have ah that cop, baby. He thought he was going to be getting away speeding and stuff. Next thing you know, another cop bust him. It was funny to me. I giggled, if you know what I mean. So we're going to be going to the events page right now. And I really enjoy doing the event stuff. Yeah, just so everybody gets to know what's going on out there. You might have noticed how we changed up the news the last week, covering a bunch of other stories. Yes, we're going to have uh, clubs on there, our main stuff. But uh, let's go to the first event we have at Kegel Harley-Davidson, 7125 Harrison in Rockford. The meet and greet with Adam Sandoval. That is July 7th at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. I did a video on uh, Adam uh, yesterday, and uh, he will be, uh, he's the, you know, of course, if you don't know who Adam is, it's, he's the world record motorcyclist, philanthropist, and YouTuber, and it's going to be a cool deal. Uh, that again, July 7th, I believe on that one. Also more information on the Harley Davidson one twentieth. There's two day and one day tickets available. Uh, it's July 13th through the 16th. And of course that's in Milwaukee. Now Milwaukee is not the best place. So be careful out there. Stay away from the hoods, if you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, let's see here. The overview, it's a four-day festival, uh, HD's hometown of Milwaukee, and it marks the culmination of a year-long 120th anniversary uh, celebration. And, of course, they got the Foo Fighters and Dum Dums Green Day. Four days and nights packed with fun. Uh, the venue information, and I'll be doing a lot more about this as it comes up, but uh, you're looking at, again, Green Day at Veterans Park as well as the Foo Fighters. So that is what's coming up with them events. Now, sad state of affairs, you guys and gals will probably know who this is but he died in a motorcycle accident. I believe he was one of the leads in Evergreen, 
So take a look at this one. Who's to fame in the movie version of the musical Hair died yesterday after a motorcycle crash in Vermont. Police say he collided with a car that made a turn in front of him. Williams started his career on Broadway back in the 1970s. He moved on to roles in dozens of films, including 1941, Prince of the City, and Once Upon a Time in America. He was also a familiar face on television, appearing on Law and Order, Blue Bloods, and most recently, Everwood. Treat Sad state of affairs right there. When anybody dies on a motorcycle, it is. But uh, I'm sure all you've seen a movie or a show from him. 71 years old, he kept on riding, which is pretty cool right there. I can uh, only hope that I'm riding by 71 and not on a trike. You know what I mean? But hey, more power to you if you're on a trike. More power to you. I'm just more into the older Volkswagen uh, engines on a trike, a 350. Those are the trikes I really know, not the ones you buy from Harley-Davidson with the kits or whatever the hell they are. But, uh, yeah, he was 71 years old. Sad state of affairs, man. Anyway, we're going to go to our main story right now, the drive-by shooting and this was the club that it happened to. Well, after a drive-by shooting in Warren County this morning, just hours ago, the Bowling Green Police Department got a call about shots being fired at the 700 block of East 16th Avenue. Officers say when they entered the building, Tashina Rippey was lying on the floor with visible wounds on her face and her neck. She was transported to Skyline Hospital where she remains in critical condition. According to those on the scene, at least five people were inside as bullets went through the window windows and the doors. The suspect is currently unknown as police continue to interview witnesses and check surveillance footage. News 40 will follow this case and update you as more information is being released. I'm hoping that everybody is all right and the victim that she recovers in that. Now I know Marco has covered this and probably Black Dragon, but uh, the only one that was charged with murder in a red river that was that thing with the banditos and the water dogs it seems like the charges against him were dropped i know his court appearance was canceled i have no idea what is going on uh you know people are speculating that uh, maybe the feds are taking over the case i don't know that nobody has proof of that so all we can tell you is that that has happened with that red river shooter anyway you know what karma is something else isn't it and i know a lot of people really like the wall of shame and this one just tickled me funny here you have a cop who thinks he's above the law and was speeding in his own or not his own car but uh where he worked for his car and next thing you know, a county sheriff pulled him over and he said, no, I'm not giving you my license. I ain't doing nothing. I got to go. It was very funny. It tickles my bone. Listen to this one. After being clock driving nearly 40 miles an hour over the speed limit in a patrol SUV, even though he was not responding to an emergency. And then he wouldn't stop for a Seminole County Sheriff's deputy. Rush's Liv Johnson shows us the video that appears to capture the whole thing. 
According to the Seminole County Sheriff's deputy's report, he had to drive more than 90 miles an hour to catch up to the officer, who then yelled at him and drove away. What? Do you... I am going into work, my man. Why are you trying to pull me over as I'm going? Because you're work? going 80 and a 45. I am going into work. Okay. Deputies say this body-worn camera footage shows Orlando police officer Alexander Shoney arguing with a Seminole County Sheriff's deputy for pulling him over and then refusing to hand over his driver's license before driving away. Okay, where are you going? What does to work it look for? like I'm dressed for? I have. What no does it look like I'm dressed for? My name is Deputy Hilton, and they see your driver's license. No. Okay. Dash cam video shows the moment Shoney originally sped past the deputy along Florida Avenue. The deputy says he turned on his emergency lights and siren and had to drive over 90 miles an hour to catch Shoney, but he did not pull over immediately. You going to pull over? Please say a command. Pull over. The Orlando Police Department released a statement in response to the incident saying in part, quote, Officer Shoney has been relieved of duty pending the Seminole County Sheriff's criminal investigation and OPD's internal affairs investigation. Shoney faces charges of resisting an officer, reckless driving and fleeing an officer. His bond is set at $9,000 in Orlando. What happened to that blue wall that we all heard about growing up? I guess that blue wall ain't there. I guess they're over there bending everybody over and screwing everybody that they are partners with or police officers with. I just couldn't believe this one. I just thought it was funnier than hell. But I do wonder how that county sheriff's going to be treated by his fellow officers now that he did that to one of them. Just funny crap there, if you ask me. Anyway, that's your biker news segment. We're going to go over to the next segment and have China Dow coming in. Boy, it was a good one yesterday. I thought she was going to throw a shoe at me or something. It almost, you know what? She didn't talk to me all day. Unbelievable. You believe that? Doing a show. And next thing you know, because of something I said, she wanted to kill me. Thank God I do not have life insurance at this point because she will stab me in my sleep or something to get that insurance company. Anyway, we'll be right back after this one. Rock on. Insane Throttle is a proud member of the Biker News Association. When you get your Biker News, make sure you go to a Biker News Association member's website or YouTube channel for the most credible news reporting you can get. Is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Join our Motorcycle Madhouse Locals community and get weekly articles by Hollywood and get involved in the conversation. Punch in MotorcycleMadhouse.Locals.Com and become a part of the community now. Rock on. 
introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio.
nightmare. Tight pillin' out, taking flights. Life on the edge is the way that Yogi likes. No fun if I can't do a hundred through the light. Probably be the only way that I can live and feel alive. Oh yeah, hump day Wednesday, and you can bet Hollywood ain't gonna be humping China now today. I think she still upset me with me for uh yesterday. She did not like that. And you know what? It was funny. She put out, you are a highly observant person who's to see things others don't, meaning that she thinks Hollywood's an ass. That is her. She hasn't been the same. You know what? I got to thank Mike Ball out there, you little prick, uh, with the uh, molding the women uh, comment. I got women pissed off at me. I got China Dow leading the charge. Ain't cool at all, man. Ain't cool at all. What's up, China? How was your day? <laughs> when? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. It's you know. good. It's good. It's good. You were in the doghouse. Okay. I was in the doghouse big time, man. You wouldn't let me out of the doghouse. Nope. 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 <laughs> what was the problem with our conversation yesterday? Stop agreeing with Mikey. Is this an, an apology? Hell fucking no. I don't apologize. Nope. Nope. I'm always right. I believe that 100%. If even <laughs> you're wrong, I was right. You know, that's what I always say. You know, you get arrested or something. I got you on video camera. No, you don't. That ain't me. <laughs> it looks like, you know, it ain't, it ain't me. You got to deny, 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 deny. Oh, Jason, come on now. <laughs> we got Rome in the house. We got Steve Cliff, Jason, Marianne, and everybody in the crew. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, this is a pretty good topic. Uh, yesterday I wasn't able to do the members only and because I got a text at the, the last minute. Uh, I bought a bike uh, from Harley, so they had to pick up my uh, one I'm trading in, the lowrider and stuff. And it says, hey, we're on our way. I was like, what the fuck you mean you're on the way? You didn't even call me. So, you know, it would have happened right in the middle of the show, and that kind of sucked right there. So what do you don't like what, uh, you know, people like Mike and myself, what do you don't, why do you don't like what we have to say? Why do you have to be all mean? Because you guys sit there and insist that you can mold a woman. No, leave the woman alone. I don't know, man, you know. It's hard to mold shit, but anyway, oh, here we go. You're a highly observant person. And I think that is something that a lot of people are missing in their lives is being observant of what is going on around them. Don't you agree? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, sometimes I'm a little da 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 and I, I don't notice. Wait a second. Wait a second. On. Little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I ain't going to admit to more than a little bit. I think you're a little bit more than da da da. No. I think that's a daily basis kind of thing. No. By the way, tomorrow we got a special uh, video coming out in the morning. Hollywood's going to be hidden back tomorrow. That's what I can tell you. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Ooh. Go ahead. Huh. Oh. So. <clears throat> now, do you believe what Beezer says? What? Just give her a thumb in the butt. That will straighten her out or at <laughs> least have her uh, a reason to be sore. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. But let, <laughs> let's talk about this for a couple minutes here. Okay. About being highly observant and why it's very, very important that you got to start coming up with this skill. That, because you got to notice things before they happen. And that's not just in life. I mean, that's in life in general. 
and that could come from you got to know you got to be observant of people i think you got to be somebody that studies people mm -hmm. when i mean study i mean you got to know how people act react how they try to get over on you what they will do next because let's admit it man human beings they're pricks let's just admit it we're pricks yeah it's always about the me and not about the whole society as a whole mm -hmm. and uh, you know what that's something i think that we lost here in the united states is we're supposed to be americans first not democrat or republican but how nasty people can actually be to each other and you can have like and this is this happens more now than when we were growing up where you actually thought you had a friend but them motherfuckers are jealous and backstab you in a heartbeat oh yeah because like back when you were a kid you didn't have to worry about that stuff mm -hmm. people were your friends because they liked you for who you are now it's who you have it's now they like you because of what you have or what you can give and that ain't right it ain't right it, it's not right at all uh but not only that let's take motorcycles for an example okay let's take motorcycles okay if you are not uh, uh observant on a motorcycle <laughs> you might as well have paid for your grave yes because anything and everything can really happen when you jump on that motorcycle mm -hmm. And if you're not, you like me, you see me all the time. I'm like on a swivel. Yeah. You know, I, you, I always have to look at what you would do if you were in the other vehicle. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, you're going to get creamed. Or if you're not looking at the road ahead of you, you're not observing what's on there, any roadkill, any of that type of stuff you're gonna go down on that well yeah and it's not like people always use turn signals nowadays so it's almost like you got to predetermine what the vehicle vehicles that you're approaching on what they're gonna do yeah you got to be observant of that fact mm -hmm. like me i'll never ride on never ever ride on the side of another vehicle i'm either in front of it or behind it mm -hmm. in their mirrors yeah i've noticed that and it, and it also helps to have if you have a passenger that they're just as observant as you are and i truly believe what steve's saying here going on to uh people will only take advantage of you as far as you let them and i i truly and we've talked about this in the past mm -hmm. that you can put into saying how many chances are you really going to give right that's where i would put that one right I agree. Well, good. You agree. I agree. It's about time you agree about something with me. So have you ever been, um, like, t let's say taking a hike, okay? Taking a walk, mm -hmm. all right? Have you ever noticed, like, gum wrappers on the ground or soda cans or water bottles, and then you're just like, hmm. You can probably conclude that, one, there were people there that were slobs or younger teens using the trail. Right, Danny? You don't run cars off the road like he did. You know what? I always love going out. See, a lot of people don't understand I'm actually friends with Danny. 
And he's like one of the only people I do trust because when he does say 100, that's what he does. He's no different in real life. And if you ever went riding with us, he's a fucking kook. He's a kook. <laughs> he, he's one of the only guys I'll ride deuce with, you know, that side by side. You guys call it. I call it deuce here. Uh, he's one of the only ones I can do that with. Go ahead. But have you have you ever noticed that kind of stuff? Yeah, I haven't. It actually pisses me off. Well, that's basically because you're noticing environmental clues. You notice the small things that other people miss. Like, even if you're going for a walk, you're going to see cigarette butts. Well, yeah. But you know what's funny when you talk about that? Mm -hmm. There is people, and I think they train them in uh, the Army or whatever it is, Special Forces. They can, they give them like, what is it, five or 10 seconds to open a refrigerator door and then they have to close it and they have to memorize what the hell was in there. What they just saw. And I think that's a perfect exercise to really be observant of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about, uh, you know, walking up a trail or something you're looking around seeing something now that has to be especially and i learned this the hard way you know my aunt lives in mississippi right and here i am from chicago don't know what a cow turd looks like <laughs> okay so walking through because she has a lot of acreage i was walking through the field and how old were you? I don't know. I had to be like freaking, what, 14 at that time? It was right at high school. Walking through the field. And they had cows. You know? And it looked like a hockey, you know, it looked like a big pile of shit. Well, duh. <laughs> it looked like a big pile of shit. But then I started walking. And the motherfucking head of a copperhead popped. It popped right up. You wonder why I have fear of snakes. It leads all the way back to there. That motherfucker scared the shit out of me. And I hate snakes to this day. But it looked like a pile of cow shit. But it ended up being a damn fucking copperhead. I'd have got my ass bit. I don't like snakes. They're evil. Talking about seeing Hollywood run, I ran like a bitch. <laughs> picture, were you screaming like a bitch? I yeah. was screaming like a bitch. It's just like when a bee comes by me, I scream like a bitch. He's not kidding. <laughs> I'm as as am I allergic as fuck to bees? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get stung by them little motherfuckers. He's like, get it! Oh my god! Kill it! I throw China doll in front of me. I do, don't I? I grab her. You get stung, motherfucker. I ain't. There was an, a bee in the bedroom one day, and uh, me and my son, because he's allergic to them, too. We seen that wasp in there. We threw her in and closed the fucking door. <laughs> and then yelled at me from outside the door going, did you get it? Did you get it? <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't afraid to say it. Because I get stung, I blow up like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> but that's why I, I was lucky to be observing that day. Because 
I didn't understand why my aunt kept on telling me you got to look down while you're walking. You know how people usually look straight ahead and stuff like that. Right. No, when you're walking through that field, you got to be looking down. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, no wonder she told me that shit. I'd have stepped on a copperhead. He would have bit me right in the ass. Them little bastards. <laughs> little. Worse than fucking bees, <laughs> them things. And beezers over here talking about cow turd and mushrooms are great. Ew. Ew. Wrong. <laughs> they call them hockey pucks or something, don't they? What? Cow turds. Cow pies. Whatever. <laughs> Nasty ass things you just think they're future Big Mac and Whoppers. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So you notice micro expressions. Micro expressions are people's small and involuntary facial reaction that occur in like instinctually and are rapid replacement for someone's official or intended reaction. What in the fuck does that mean? In other words, a microexpression shows how somebody really feels rather than what they want to look like they feel. Oh, so they're putting like, up a like, front. Like a little like a little lift of an eyebrow that other people might not notice. Oh, or, okay. It's like the little things on a facial expression that others probably wouldn't notice. And you know what? I think Danny brings up a good point. Growing up in the city taught him how to always watch the surroundings. We always did that. We watched the surroundings of who was around us, who was by us, who was down the block from us, uh, how to read people. I think it's different for somebody that grows up in the city compared to somebody who grows up in the country. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as surroundings, like the example I gave you, they're more in tune with that kind of looking at your surroundings because you might have a snake bite you in the ass or a freaking bear or something maul your ass. But they're more of a trustworthy people down there. They trust more than we would in the city because they have a whole different environment down there. Have you found that to be the case out here compared to where we were in the city? Are people more laid back where you can tell that they really ain't looking at what's going on around them? Out here, there everybody's more laid back compared to like where you grew up or where I grew up. Mm -hmm. And they have a different way of talking to people. And I think the other like out here... They're they're not like how we'd be on our offensive. I guess offensive, you know? yeah. Like looking for everything. We're out here. They're just like whatever. <laughs> but where I think we're more hypersensitive from Chicago. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know that's you just notice, like you do notice the little things more than other people would. Yeah. Well, it's that's like, just like when somebody waves to me, I'm like, what the fuck you want? Mm -hmm. 
you know, because you wave at somebody down there, you're lucky if you don't get shot. Come on, you're talking about a city where one of the gang initiations for one of these schluck gangs way back was if you flash your brights and somebody uh, flashes back, they would shoot at the car. So, yeah, yeah but, we're... we're out, yeah, but out, out here, when you flash your brights, it means there's either turn on your headlights or there's a cop ahead. Right. <laughs> So it's like but I think we're just more hypersensitive to everything. And I think, you know what, even you learned that as far, you know, your judgment on people ain't the best, but you're, you're aware that what's going on around you. Well, that's just like, you know, talking. and by the way, Chase, man, uh, you know, we waited for you and waited for you. Hopefully Mike got to you. I told him what to give you, but go ahead. Uh, that's just like, even working with some of the younger kids nowadays, like I work with somebody that's in their, you know, mid twenties and you'd be like, did you see the look on that chick's face? <laughs> and she'll be like, what do you mean? Like, they don't notice, they don't notice stuff. They're like, dude, she was like mean mugging you while you were ringing around. She's like, oh, I didn't notice. Oh, okay. Cool. Chase. Chase is getting prepared to do his podcast. I'm going to have Chase on the freaking show, man. Want to sit here and get him broken in for uh, the podcast realm. But what else does it say about uh, observing people? And I think this is actually a skill everybody needs to learn. You got to start being more observant of your surroundings and people because I think people are always out there to take advantage of you, aren't they? Definitely. A highly observant individual can... <laughs> Don't be yelling at him. <laughs> you can tell who's being real. Mm. Genuine people are readily apparent to you, whereas who are pretentious or putting on a show are easily detectable if you're Now, do you observant. believe that people in the city are more in tuned with that? Yes. Where they can smell bullshit. Yes. Well, that's even if you go just from where you grew up to where I grew up, you can spot bullshit quicker than I can. And I grew up in a big city, just not as big as yours. And that's just like and, you. And if you ever try lying to me, what do I say? Stop lying. You can't get over on me because I'm one of them guys I can know from your tone, your facial expressions, your body language what the hell you're doing so it's hard for you to even bullshit me well and there are some very skilled liars out there there's also like well but even with skilled liars you can tell they always got their tells and well, we're going to be talking about that in the numbers only but go ahead well that's just like their skill like the salespeople who can sell an igloo to an eskimo you know, you're not the, I guess you can say you're not the target audience. However, you can spot a lie and tell if somebody's telling the truth by judging their micro expressions, word choice, intentions, and mode of speaking. Yeah, well, this is true. You know, one of the worst bullshitters out there are Harley Davidson salespeople. Car dealers. <laughs> Not even cars dealers, man. I'm talking Harley Davidson salespeople are schmucks. And if you don't hold your own with them, 
they will run right over your pecker and laugh. Well, they want to sell that the bikes so bad that they will run you ragged. Like when you're negotiating in the negotiation area, you know, yeah. part of it, they'll be like, well, I don't, I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if we can. Well, then I guess I don't want the bike. <laughs> and if you, you got to be prepared to walk away. And it, and if you keep telling them that you're basically, well, pff, all right, forget it. I don't want it. Oh, let me let me go check. Let me go check. Let me go. check. <laughs> well, the bike I bought the, you know, because I was on phone <laughs> negotiating with them on the phone before I went over there. Mm. And it took like 45 freaking minutes, man. We were going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, you know, they trying to hit me on dock fees and I'm like, yeah, suck my balls. And uh, I'm like, I'm not one of them guys, man. So if you want to sell this damn bike, you know, we got to come to an agreement here. And I always make sure the agreement comes I'm out on my side. And you have people that will go out there, whether a dealership, they got to make money too. Not off of me, motherfucker, if I can help it. I want the deal. I'm you not know, going in there feeling sorry for somebody else. A lot of people don't realize the fact that they still make money off of it. Oh, they're going to make their money. Because it's like, if you look up pricing on specific vehicles or specific bikes or whatever you're purchasing, your big, huge purchase, they're never going to get as low as what the, the value actually is. Well, at the same time, a lot of people don't understand that with financing, they're going to get they their all, money back they, at right there. Well, no, I'm talking about they get a cut of some of that i think they get a point or two they don't care what your interest rates are and people are they drop their guard when they go buy something oh yeah we're talking about motorcycles right now and you goddamn believe that people drop their guard when they go for a motorcycle because all they're looking for is the bike well that's just like i went with my dad when he bought the, his dream car which was to own a cadillac all his life was to have a Cadillac. I went with him the day he went to get this Cadillac. Holy hell. It was like two hours of negotiation. You have to be that way. Like we were legit at that dealership because he test drove like five different vehicles. And then he went and he negotiated with two different ones. Right. And during we the negotiation all day and during the negotiation, I bet your dad was looking at the salesman's body language. Yep. What he was saying, how he was saying it, that's what, those are tells to me. Well, he sat there, he's like, he, he like, uh, when he went off to go, you know, ask whoever he's got to ask if he can do this, this or that. My dad looks at me and goes, you see how he couldn't sit still in the chair? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, that's the sign that he's getting nervous. He's about to lose a sale. <laughs> why like, it's right. Wow. <laughs> and if you guys don't know why it is right. And I think this works with cars as well. Because with cars and trucks, I buy those cash where with motorcycles, I'll use finance. That way it gets into my credit score for the the company because everything I it goes to the company and it builds up your Dun and Bradstreet. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that either. Uh, but front side profits are with the salesman. There is the back end profits with the financing guy that also goes as far as mortgages, buying a house and stuff, there's always the front end and the back end. But a problem is a lot of people don't have that financial education or, and, or don't know how to do the art of negotiation. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why I hate to say it. Dealer dealerships, whether it's Harley or whatever, they nail women. Oh, they just uh, always they just they bend them over and say, here's your cup and go. You know, but it's like if you know your shit when you go in there as a female, you could win it. You just got to keep keep pushing it and don't let them push you over. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm smart. I bring Hollywood. <laughs> I'm a prick, ain't I, when I do stuff? I'll, I'll bring. Well, like before Hollywood and I were together, I brought my dad every time I went to go get a car. Because mm-hmm. my dad's really good at. I always brought a guy with me. Yeah, because the, because the, then they then they then don't they, na- they don't nail you. Let that's just like even going to get your oil changed. They're gonna come at you. You need an air filter. You need this. You need this. You need your wipers are looking bad. Your one headlight's a little dim. Okay, dude, I came for an oil change and all the crap you're naming off to me. I can go get it AutoZone for like uh, a quarter of the price. Well, that's what Steve said. I always pay cash if I can. I hate paying interest to damn finance companies in a bank. And I agree. That's why I do it with my car or truck. But with motorcycles, since I got insane throttle, I use the business to purchase it. That way I get because you got to get your credit rating on a business is totally different then your personal stuff, it goes into two different uh, reporting agencies like Dunn and Bradstreet. So you have to get that up if you want business loans. So that's why you put it. It You know what? I, I can talk <laughs> in the members only all day about how if you guys want to how the finance goes or what, you know, the tips and tricks. I can do something like that. But you're correct. Your dad was awesome. And my dad was. He didn't take he didn't take no shit. No. Well, that's just like even when my mom gave him shit, his favorite thing to do was either go back to work or go outside and practice swinging his golf club. Mm -hmm. He would just ignore. He didn't care. Road Rage said when I bought my last car, my goal was to get a price at 33. I figured I was going to have to fight them down to get it. Their first offer was 29.8 and he bought it on the spot from them. Uh, if their first offer was at twenty nine eight, I would have actually went down to twenty five, and you'd have probably ended not if up it would, not if he was not if it was at thirty three. Yeah, you, well, no, their first offers was twenty nine eight. They'll give it to him. He could have probably got you know he should have came back with twenty five, and they would probably ended up at somewhere like twenty seven. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. So. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Steve, uh, well, Steve understands what I'm saying about, uh, business credit. He's in small business. If you're in a small business, you gotta get that credit up. You really do, uh, to get the finance, but uh sticker, he says with a 37 rock on man, rock on. What's another one of these? Um, you're skilled at spotting scams. Oh, <laughs> the reason the reason people fall for scams is one of two reasons. The first one is they want or fear something so much that they don't notice the problem with what's being sold to them or asked of them. Do you have to I have to agree with that one. Mm-hmm. And the the second is they're drawn in by the actual lies themselves. And the verbal skills of the person or people doing the scam. You know what? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, especially on YouTube. 
you will have these creators that try to sell people these classes. You know, we're going to sell you this class or this uh, presentation because you can make $500 a day on YouTube. <laughs> you ain't making $500 a fucking day on YouTube unless you're one of the biggest fucking influencers, okay? It's just not happening. It's They fall for these get-rich schemes mm -hmm. that usually turn out to be pyramid schemes or bullshit. Because a lot of people think you can get on YouTube and start making money right away. Well, you can't. It's not how it works. You're not going to make the money overnight. It, it takes years yeah. to see any return on a business. And you have to... It's not only... See, on YouTube ads, you don't make shit on them. That's not what you're making your money on. No. You're making money on your brand ambassadorships and all that kind of stuff. But YouTube ads, you don't make nothing on it. And they look at these videos and say, okay, you to make this much money on YouTube. Don't fall for that because usually what they'll do is send you to a Patreon account or a Vimo where you can buy this freaking hour course that everybody was talking about for free on YouTube. Mm -hmm. People fall for scams real quick. Well, that's just like if you're flipping through TikTok and they all of a sudden, you know, on your For You page, you see an advertisement for uh, a game, like uh, a, a game that you can play. Mm. If you download this app, you can actually win money that will be deposited directly into your account, yada, yada, yada. Well, those are all bullshit. Well, they are. And uh, the elderly because... are more prone to fall for scams because, let's face it, somebody in their 80s, they didn't grow up with the Internet. They don't know what the fuck's going mm -hmm. on. Well, and with the, the games and stuff, it, they're bullshit because, oh, you got to watch all these, you know, like 32 ads. And then once you watch them 32 ads, then you got to watch another 27 ads and. You never, you never get the money. No, you never get the money. And to go to uh, Mary Ann's uh, remark, forget YouTube, get a real job. It depends. You know what? A lot of people don't know with me. It's Spotify. Because I'm in a brand ambassador and stuff over at Spotify. YouTube, you're just seeing the actual Spotify show go. That's where I rely on my business is the actual podcast, the hour and a 15 minutes mm -hmm. where YouTube is just one part of the equation. Then I got MotorcycleMadhouse.com. I got HarleyLiberty.com. You know what they don't tell you on YouTube is you got <laughs> to spread out all your uh, stuff instead of just putting all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. And that's where people fail when it comes to being an influencer is because they got all their eggs in one basket. That's just like me. I got bitch shoot. I got odyssey. There's so much you have to do to make it in as an influencer and in a business of an influencer that people fall for these get rich, you know, quick schemes. 
Marianne says, you have a real show. No bullshit. <laughs> Thanks, Marianne. Oh, we're not sitting here trying to sell you something either. I mean, it's like I'm not out here asking for, you know, with my hand out or something like that. If you want to donate, you, you do it for the show, you know, but I'm not going to beg you. My boy Chase is one of the big ones, man. Chase has been with me for a while and, uh, you know, it's it's awesome that uh, you see that and all my members that uh, stick with the membership that helps the show but mostly the biggest thing that i do comes from the podcast platforms well and people don't realize when you do youtube there are so many under the table costs oh my god that people are unaware of you know and it's like you know like he's a, got it like hollywood's got like an actual radio station where you got to pay fees yeah, no shit. So, it's but like, let's not get onto that. But thing. I mean, I'm just saying, there's other things that I'm talking about, about scamming and stuff like that. And don't fall for it on YouTube. You're gonna get a lot. Well, we'll sell you this course. That course ain't gonna do nothing for you. All they're doing is making $19.99 on it because they can upload it to say uh, Mediafire, hand you a link, and it's just like selling an ebook at that point. Yeah. They don't care about actually teaching you. Right. And if you understand what you're, <clears throat> you understand the class that you're, that they, that you just purchased, that's on you because nine times out of 10, there ain't nobody to go ask questions if you don't understand what you just, what you just purchased. And that goes into life. If you're not observant of what people are doing, you can, you know what? Hell, we got a lot of uh, people that lost their life savings because they weren't up on shit. Well, and it's like you'll see if you're like signing up for something that yeah that says it's free, but yet they ask for your credit card number. It ain't free. No, because no. what they'll do is is they'll send you whatever you're purchasing, and then like thirty days later, you're gonna notice a charge on your account from that company. Mm -hmm. It's literally, it's not free. So you can, you gotta be skeptical of people. You really do. You gotta be skeptical of them. That way you don't get bent over and screwed up the poop chute and running into a freaking bathroom, like a broad that just got a colon cleanse. Mm -hmm. you, you gotta be, you gotta be smart. What's another trait? Uh, you notice what people don't say spotting oh that's a tell right there that's a tell spotting the authenticity of what is being said is often just as much about what is not being said very damn true right there i think that's the biggest takeaway of the whole thing mm -hmm. what they are not telling you well like they give an example a husband is trying to hide that he's cheating on his wife, for example. Met, uh, like, he will tell her about his day at work or get deep into the issue he's facing with his boss. What he doesn't mention is the three-hour gap between the time he finished work and came home. <laughs> it's like, well, what'd you do for three? You got off work at five. It's like nine o'clock. Where have you been? Well, an easy answer would be, hey, I was out drinking with the guys and just make sure you're coordinating with your boys. Uh, let the, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that way you don't get caught up. 
Nelson, uh, I think this is a good one right here. Two rules to avoid almost all scams. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. And if it seems to be good or seems too good to be true, it is. And I think that's where a lot of people get hit with these get rich schemes is they don't understand. Hey, okay. If I'm going to be making $500 a day, then go to a, a analytics site for social media and see if they're doing it. Right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, you actually have, and you guys got to remember with YouTube, BitChute, wherever, there's something called green screens. You can put the green screen down and put any picture you want behind you. It They'd be looking like uh, they're out in uh, Dubai in some skyscraper. They're living the life. And all that is is a photo that they're standing in front of. And when they're really in the you know back room of their their house that's all they are they're in a freaking you know an apartment but here they are living in dubai with the biggest freaking uh you know showing you the view from their patio yeah showing you the view (laughs) and all it is is a green screen you got to watch out for that stuff and the new thing on youtube is if you really look into a lot of the videos that are being done now they're scripted which means they're using chat GPT to script their show. Mm-hmm. They're not, all they're doing is reading on a teleprompter or they're not even on camera and they throw a lot of B roll out there. And what they're reading is what J- chat G- GPT gave it to them. <laughs> yep. So you got to be highly suspect uh, of, so especially in the biker niche, if they've never been around had no experience whatsoever you got to be skeptical of them kind of people because they're bullshitting Mm -hmm. you know i seen one person put up wes watson now i'm not in his niche i don't know anything about his niche i don't know if he's correct or not correct what i do know is a lot of people that are in that niche they question them you know, and I don't, uh, you know what? I don't bang on somebody for a hustle, make your money. But if you're in something like that, that's a pretty dangerous niche. The biker niche, you better damn well be on uh cue with that because there's shit that happens there, but you got to watch some of these people. If they've never been around or they're just talking out of their ass or if they're wrong all the damn time. Don't fuck around with them. You'll just learn that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so you're broadcasting from your beach house in Cuba. God damn, I wish. Nope. No. People that have actually been here, like. Uh, They're like, damn, man, that studio is small. They all think that this room, the, the studio that we're in, because from what you guys can see, makes it look like our studio is humongous. 
it is actually the smallest bedroom in our house. It is. <laughs> like Hollywood and I can reach over and hold hands. <laughs> I am touching his finger. <laughs> I mean, we are legit that close. Uh, let's see here. Uh, made for the streets. 8,200. What's up, buddy? I know. Uh, let me put this on the screen here. It's easier for me to do it this way. I know some women who are really good at flipping cash and 500 to get thousand back instantly. Please don't. Is that like an only fans thing? Mm, well, they, you do know it, what? They I've do never on, been they, to that. They thing. do that on Facebook too. Oh, okay. Like there's some people out there that post like the dumbest posts. And it's not even a 12 by 12 bedroom, man. It's more like what a fucking uh, jail cell. It's, yeah, it's small. It is very small. <laughs> I mean, literally, we have in here two desks, a mini fridge, and a printer. <laughs> That's like all that fits in here. <laughs> you can ask Danny. Danny's been in the studio. It's it's not as big as it looks. <laughs> no, it ain't. But you know what? But there's people on Facebook that will po post questions or puzzles. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you guess, let's say it's a puzzle and you guess the answer right, then they'll send you a like they'll they'll like if you put your answer in to guess the question, they'll be like, DM me right now. Mm -hmm. And then you DM them and they're like, well, you just guessed it right. You win fifteen hundred dollars if you give me fifty dollars. Right. So you give them, let's say the person gives them the $50. Then all of a sudden, okay, we're ready to send your $1,500. But, you know, and now you got to spend a $200 fee to get. And no. Yeah, it's it like, gets stupid. It, it's bullshit. They're scammers. Well, yeah. And one thing I do know with the niches on YouTube is and I tell this to all creators, you're going to get people talking so much shit about you that are going to try to spin shit up. It's unbelievable. You know, within our niche, you got four for the road that talks about protocol. Uh, you got uh, Danny D that talks about every goddamn thing uh, like motorcycles. I love his uh, where, you know, he did his cam video and stuff. He never, ever mentions any fucking clubs. So he's more of the independent type of deal that talks about uh, his experiences within the scene. Then you got your biker news sites. And then you got people like Adam Sandoval. Everybody got their niche that you can relate to. Mm -hmm. You just got to watch out for the scammer ones on there where, you know, they use actually our scene as a springboard to make their money. Now, I don't know about you, but a thousand dollars a month for me, ain't a, I can't live on that shit, but they'll go out there and pimp themselves like some prostitute to get them views. And it don't matter if they got the experience or not. Right. Danny's like, yeah, me, China doll and Hollywood in the studio together. It's kind of crowded. <laughs> damn right. It's crowded in here, man. <laughs> and China doll, you know, me and Danny standing next to you, you know, poor China doll. She's like a board. <laughs> it's like a twig next to you. 
Oh, yeah, we got the news, but you're right, Steve. There's too many damn channels these days, but, hey, that's just your opinion. I agree with you. Uh, if you're going to run your channel, make sure you do it uh, the best you can. Uh, I know I've had some discussions with uh, other creators and stuff about uh, stop with the opinions and all that kind of stuff. If you're going to do an opinion, make sure people know it's an opinion. You make sure you disclose that kind of stuff. Uh, but there are a lot more people out there and they're not as experienced as a lot of us that have been around a long time in this biker niche. But, uh, hey, it is what it is. Go ahead. So in San Antonio, Texas. Ah, uh, that's uh, Chase's uh, area. A 51-year-old uh, energy contractor working on underground lines on the far west side died when a big piece of equipment used to cover a manhole fell on him. You know what? That's just like getting hit by a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But there is, uh, according to the police department, there is no indication that it was intentionally done, that it was an accident. Some things when you're doing that kind of stuff, I mean, with what he was doing, laying lines, I mean, anything is possible, um, unfortunately. And I feel bad for the family for this, but accidents happen when you're in construction no this is true you know uh you never know what's gonna happen road rage i just post random videos of me doing dumb stuff those are the fun actually the fun channels because you're not scripted or uh any of that good stuff you just do your thing those are the fun videos you know uh i know a lot of creators put a lot of time in the video editing which is cool too they make some killer ass shit but i actually like the ones that are not scripted and they actually just talking you know what i mean those are the ones i actually like like ours <laughs> we're not scripted no well we're not we're a radio show it's a little different than <laughs> what i'm talking but about I'm still we're not scripted we pick a title and we roll with that title and whatever else happens happens well yeah that's radio that's just the way it works that's freestyling is what we call it but I'm talking about in his incidents with road rage. Well, I just talk about stupid. Those are the stuff I actually like. I like those because you're being for real. Well, and then like if you're, let's say it's like somebody repairing a bike or or like souping up a bike. Or, those are actually my favorite videos. Those, those, those crack repairs. me up because it's like I I was watching one one time and the guy was doing something with the two with one with the a socket like a socket wrench and the freaking socket broke. And I was like, and he, oh, he's like, damn it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad he didn't like cut that out. <laughs> right. Because it like kind of like lightened up the show. I just, I don't know. Because Texas, where everything is bigger, just not us Mexicans. <laughs> I wonder if he's shorter than Danny. I don't know. Danny's pretty short. Danny and I are pretty close in height. I'm not much taller than him. <laughs> like, like a half inch, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Danny's pretty short. What else we got? A 76. This is out of Ecuador. What the hell are you talking about Ecuador? Because man? We're in the this, United States. Because this was weird. A 76-year-old woman who was declared dead at a hospital in Ecuador astonished her relatives by knocking on her coffin during her own wake. Dude, I'd have shit myself. Yeah. The relatives left. How <laughs> tall is uh, Danny? How, he's what, about 5'4"? Five, 5'5", five, five, I think. 
five four five five. Yeah, something like that, Chase. Uh, so during the. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is actually why they used to have them bells above a grave is in case you buried a motherfucker well at the hospital they presume that she was dead from a possible stroke or cardiopulmonary arrest i guess a, when a, a she, assumption uh is the mother of fuck ups uh, bits this one when she did not respond to the resuscitation the doctor just said oh well she's dead when in all reality she was just unconscious <laughs> and she couldn't could you imagine the nightmare so of somebody waking up in a coffin the doctor, that's so weird. The doctor informed the family that she was dead and hand over her, handed over her identity documents and a death certificate. You know what? Wait a second here. Wait a second here. Mm. I think you should rethink uh, getting cremated because at least if you're in a casket and you wake up and shit, somebody can get to you. But you imagine waking up inside the burner. Shut up. You got to think about that stuff. So the family brought her to the funeral home where they were holding the weight. Chase, taller than your midget Mexican ass. <laughs> there were about 20 people present. And after about five hours of the wake, the coffin started to make sounds. So they approached it and noticed that she was breathing very heavy. So they had to rush her back to the hospital. I'm sorry to hear that uh, Nitro mom was rushed to the ER uh, with cancer, moved into her spine, been kind of real bad few days, so wanted to pop in, miss y'all hooligans. Our thoughts go out to you. Hopefully everything, uh, yeah, hopefully everything works out there. Go ahead. And so as of right now, the lady that was knocking inside of her coffin uh, she is in serious condition. Yeah, think and under intubation, and they said the the relatives were not giving much given much hope about her prognosis. Well, dudes, you already predicted she was dead once. Why don't you go for twice? My God, makes me wonder. Isn't aren't they hooked up to machines when they go into an ER? Maybe. Well, you're talking maybe about Ecuador, Ecuador does here, it different. Okay? Ecuador, they still got people running around with their boobies hanging out with a fig leaf, okay? <laughs> so you want a funny... I, I don't think they got EKG machines or Pro whatever. Probably not. So here's a funny one. This one I couldn't pass up. This one I saw, and I'm like, yep, yep, this one's good. So an owner... In China, Dow's mind. No, this one's funny. An owner of a popular ice cream shop in San Francisco, California, was robbed twice one morning. It's called What's the Scoop? The owner... It's San Francisco. <laughs> they get robbed all the time out there. The owner, Anthony Womack, shared surveillance videos of the, the thieves ransacking a shop and taking the cash out of the register and other equipment. They were there about 40 minutes just loading up their car with a bunch of stuff. The thieves left the door open, and a short while later... Another woman entered the store. She went behind the counter and stole supplies and ice cream using her bare hands. <laughs> Fucking schmucks. <laughs> then she helped. She did. Why does this world have so many schmucks? <laughs> 
So the owner is like, well, that really hurt us because she was scooping the ice cream out with her hands. And he takes pride in the cleanliness of his store and the integrity of his ice cream. <laughs> that makes me giggle. Because why are people so stupid? I just wonder. I don't know. Why would you want to stick your hand in a big tub of ice cream? What are you going to eat it in your hand? Yeah, why not just take the, the tub door? or something? Take you the dummy. whole freaking container, you morons. Oh my God. That's just like Thanks, when, made for the streets. That's just like we went out with everybody riding Saturday uh. and we were at that ice cream store and we were talking about how. Penguin should have carried the tub on his bike while he was riding home. Right. Because he's addicted to cookie dough ice cream. Yeah. You know what? If you guys are ever in Monroe or in Wisconsin, you got to go see Monroe. I'm straight up saying it looks like it came out of Back to the Future, the 1950s scene. Beautiful little small town. Beautiful one. And if you ever see a pack of uh, bikes running by, make sure you have Danny with you. You know, he'll give him a good welcome. You know, the wild hogs. Wild hogs. Yeah, that was funny as shit, man. I wish I had my fucking camera out at that time. You never have your camera out. So I guess these thieves cost the between the three the the three thieves, they cost about thirteen thousand dollars in damages, and that doesn't include the ice cream he had to throw away and lost revenue. And had to close over the weekend. But you know uh the sad part about it is. San Francisco, they'll release you. San you won't need no bam. You don't. You're not going to need a bond there. They'll just release you. It's the San Francisco, and that's why tree. they're doing as they're doing out there, is they know there ain't going to be any consequences. Probably. So why not go and, uh, you know, messed up, man? Why go? Why not just go and stick your hand in an ice cream tub and call it a day? Hmm. I mean, that's what they did. It's fucking unbelievable, gross. man. It's freaking gross. It is. It's just as bad as somebody, you know, how they do that. Uh, the walk through the supermarket and lick shit, you know, it's fucking idiot. It's time for cars against humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Okay, for hump day, what do we got there, China doll, you nasty little bitch? So you don't want any of my dumb questions? No, I don't want dumb questions. What do you got? Oh, come on. You love the dumb questions, especially the one yesterday about whether or not you've ever pooped your pants. That's stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, here here's a question. It's not a sexual one. But would you rather live with no internet or no AC? No internet. Because you got to have your air conditioner. No, well, look at me how I am with my phone. Everybody can attest that knows me how I am with a phone. Yeah, that's why you always tell everybody if we're out and about to contact me instead. If of you. you can't reach me, call China Dow because I ain't going to pick up the fucking phone unless that thing's right in front of me. Even then. Even then. If, you're you know, doing some, if, if you're I'm doing, doing something, something I'll ignore it. I actually don't have a ringer on because that's how much I hate it. The only time you'll see me outside with a phone is if I have to go on a bike or a car because there's no fucking pay phones around. No. So if I had the choice of, you know, I think I'm stuck in the past where there was no internet access and I didn't have to run a business on the internet, I wouldn't have it. 
but nowadays you're hooked to it because you can't run your TVs without it. You can't run anything basically without the internet. We're all tied in. We're it's like a little octopus that got us. Mm-hmm. But I I really are I'm not hip on all the technology bullshit. Because to me, it just overtakes everybody's lives. Wisconsin is a beautiful state. Take me some time to get used to the slow pace, but it's peaceful. And some of the best ridings up in uh, northern Wisconsin. It ha- Illinois is boring as fuck. All you got is cornfields. It's flat. But you go up into Wisconsin, man, you got some hills up there. My God, you know, like Wausau or uh, Waukesaw or whatever the hell it's called. You know, you got North Woods up there. It's a beautiful freaking state, Wisconsin. I, you know, I'm not much into the cheese bullshit, but other than that, man, they got some beautiful riding weather up there. What's another one? Would you? No, wait, wrong one. I almost read the same question. Um. What's the longest time you've stayed in the bathroom and why did you stay in there for that long? I don't know, China. You tell me. Mm, Two hours. In the bathtub. I was really wrinkly when I got out. You you know what? It sucks with her. (laughs) She stays in there all fucking day. What? In the tub? In the tub. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. In really super hot water. And you have to go in there and wake her ass up and stuff. Hey, dumb fuck, get out of the tub. <laughs> I'll be in there either playing music, flipping through TikToks. <laughs> if it was a guy, he'd, he'll rub one off and get out. But no, not her. Nope. Nope. I'm in there for like ever. It is, man. It's totally freaking ridiculous. And it's not because I'm pooping. <laughs> so I'll do that with the door open. I don't care. You know what? And I, you know what do you think about what he had to say, Danny? Uh love me some back road rides, bonfires, chilling by a lake. He's not a bar fly, so the slower pace is for him. And I think that's where I fall into is where well, I don't like going to bars any damn way. Yeah. You know, people are too touchy feely at bars if you have tattoos, and I hate that shit. But well, you even what whenever I will say, whenever we go out riding. We never stop at a bar. <laughs> never. We stop at the cool places. Like when we went Saturday, we stopped at the deli in Monroe that has really good homemade ice cream. Well, first we went to the deal, a Harley dealership. Then we went all the way out to Monroe mm-hmm. and they had the deli out there. They had the ice cream out there mm-hmm. and we didn't go near a bar. It, it, you know what it is with me? I like riding more than just hanging out at a bar fuck a bar i mean if we go somewhere like we're in when we have a destination to go somewhere we always make sure that it's got someplace good for everybody to eat at yeah that's not super expensive but if then if you think about it you have that long ass ride and if you want to pull over and start a fire hell mean you stop in the middle of a freaking field yeah and just chill Mm mm-hmm yeah, we'll see. You'll, like you ever ride out here and anywhere near us? I mean, we stop on the side of the road just for a cigarette break and to sit there and chill for like ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, because we got the scenery. Mm-hmm. 
it's usually photo op time. So instead of sitting in a damn bar, you can be out enjoying the damn outdoors the way it is. Who wants, you know, especially in Illinois and Wisconsin because it's cold in the winters. Why the hell would you want to spend any more time inside than you have to? Mm-hmm. That's just me, man. For real. That's just me. Anyway, we're going to go to the members only. We're going to be talking about uh, the five tells of a liar. Uh, that's going to be a good one right there. <laughs> uh, Lake of the Ozarks is awesome. Uh, Marianne says, you know what? I've never been there. I heard it's beautiful, though. Well, I know we were talking with Danny about next time we go ride, we're going to ride out to Galena. Yeah, Galena's gorgeous. That's another small town. I mean, well, it's you little, got Galena. a little pricey in their restaurants, but they have an old-fashioned ice cream parlor. I'll put the members-only link for that one, Daddy, in the Instagram. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I love going down the Mississippi River. The only thing, because everybody, you know, poopies, I guess, is a biker destination. It sucks, if you ask me. It's expensive. Their food's terrible, in my opinion. Oh, my opinion. God. They're, they're wannabe hooters. Well, and then you go into their area and poopies to buy, like, a shirt. You know, it's like you're spending $40 on a T-shirt just because it says poopies. Yeah. And it's like 60 to $70 for a hoodie. It's like you might as well just go to Harley. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same cost. We'll see you in about uh, 10 minutes over at Members Only. If you're not a member, you can join on YouTube or Spotify or the locals uh, community that we have. Everybody else, we'll talk to you later. Rock on, baby. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one, the internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded.